Okay, we are on Dav Gimel Amad Aleph. We were discussing the issue of a cheresh, and we made a distinction between a midaber veino shomea versus uh, somebody who cannot speak here, or in shomea veino midaber, and somebody who can't hear or speak. And we said as follows: The Gemara says, when, when the fourth line of Dav Gimel, we said, right? We said a person who can uh, not hear but can speak. If I'm not mistaken. So we said that person is exempt from Re'iya, but they are obligated in Simcha, right? We said, Shalmi Simcha. So the Gemara says again, So why, when it comes to Re'iya, the Korban Olat Re'iya, they're Chayav, but the Korban the Shalmi Simcha, they'd be Pat, uh, excuse me, Patur, but the Shalmi Simcha, they'd be Chayav. So Gemara says, I'll tell you his foot. Why? When it comes to the issue of seeing, meaning appearing at the Beit HaMikdash, so that we have a Gzeira Shavar from Hakel. This people says by Hakel, Hakel et Ta'am Hanashim Hanashim Atav. So gather the people together, the men, women, and children. When all of Yisrael comes to be seen. Okay? That's on. Leiraot is a key word there. The, um, and, and here we also have, we know, uh, that you have to be uh, So the same way, so it be Yerah. Now, um, fine, so we're connecting the two. But we didn't know we're connecting the two for. So the says, So over there, from where do we know this idea that a person who uh, cannot hear but can speak um, is obligated in Re'iyah. Minal Adichtiv, it says, Zaman Yishma'u Lomal Yomadu. It says, uh, did I say, say obligated again? Exempt is the key word, exempt. Okay, in order that Yishma'u Lomal Yomadu, in order they could hear and they should learn. Okay, Vitanya, okay, and there's another bright, so it's a big combination of factors here. Laman Yishma'u, the phrase that they should hear, Parat Lumidaber, we know Shomea. That comes to exclude the person who speaks and can't hear. Laman Yomadu, Parat Lushomea, we know Midaber. That comes to exclude somebody who can hear but cannot speak. Okay, so you see from here that the person, that when it comes to Hakel, somebody who is one or the other, hearing but not speaking or speaking but not hearing, is exempt from Ri'iyah. And so too, by the by the Gzeira Shabbat, we see the same is true when it comes to the Olat Riyah. When it comes to the Shalmi Simcha, we don't have the same type of exemption, and therefore they would be obligated. Gemara says, "Lameimra dechilo mishtai lo gamar." Is that to say that if you can't speak, you can't learn? Meaning, it sounds like the idea is that the reasoning behind not being able to, uh, not being obligated, is that a person who can't hear or a person who can't speak basically can't fulfill what the Pasuk is talking about, to hear it and to be able to learn it. So that sounds like if you can't speak, you can't you can't uh, learn. Is that true? But we have the following st- uh, case. There were these two ilemim, two mute people who were in the neighborhood of Rebbe, the son of the daughter of Rebbe Yochanan ben Gudgada. Or some say it was the sons of the sister of Rabbi Yochanan, the nephews, right? What was the case? To call Ema to have Ayel Rebbe lebe Madrish. Whenever Rebbe would go up to the base Madrish, Havu Ayel the Yatvi Kamayu, they would go up and sit in the base Madrish in front of him. Umenai de Bereishayu, they would nod their heads. Umerachshin Sifatayu, and they would move their lips. Meaning, so they were mute, right? They weren't able to really speak. They couldn't utter a word, but they would try to like mime or mimic his words, and they would nod their head as if they would know what he's talking about. Ubayu Rebbe Rachmelai. Here's where the story gets wild. 
and Rabbi Davin for them, Vitsu, and they were healed, and they were able then to speak. And it was found It turned out they knew halacha sifra, right? Not just halacha sifra, and the whole shas, they knew everything. So what do you see from there? That people who are mute can still learn. There's not an issue of communication there. They were able to learn everything. So I don't understand. So the pasuk was saying the whole exemption from hakel is of is excluding people who are mute. Who said they can't learn? They can learn. Some of our Zutra, Rabbi Zutra says, no. Kari Bey, read it as, Laman Yilamdu. Don't read this Laman Yilamdu. That certainly is the proper way to, that's the way we pronounce the Pazak, certainly when we read it. But learn it for our purposes, Laman Yilamdu, in order that they should teach. If they're coming from an experience where they're going to learn for sure, that you can do when you're mute. But to teach, you can't do when you're mute. You don't have to communicate anything. And therefore, that's the exemption. Okay. Ravashi Amar, Ravashi says, Vadai Laman Yilamdihu. I'll tell you even more than that. It certainly has to be Laman Yilamdihu. You have to understand that way. Why? Because if you would think it means that they should learn, that what would the possibly be telling us? That since they can't speak, Mishtai means speak. Since they can't speak, they can't learn. And since they can't hear, right, the, the people who are deaf, they also can't learn. Hi, Milaman Yishmu Dafka. And then we would have learned it from Laman Yishmu. Meaning, but the point is that the, the two phrases, Laman Yishmu, Laman Yomadu, would be extraneous because if both the Chayresh who can speak and the Elaim who can't hear are people who can technically, who can't, excuse me, learn, if that's the thing that they're missing, so why don't they say Laman Yishmu? That'd be enough. What do you need Milan Yomadu for? Like that, we would understand it. It's just, it's each of the same thing. Right? There's a there's a Rashi that says exactly this point. Right? He says, um, he says the Salka Daidach. We see the Rashi a little further up. Um, where it says Ravashi. Ravashi Marvade Laman Yomadu Komer Belav Kusha Danach Trei Ilami Like a Lugvi Ledrasha the Tana Demayit Mehacha Shomea Beinu Mudaber Ela Milan Yomadu the Salka Daidach Milan Yomadu Hu Demashmalei Amas Spirle the Tana De Kevin De Lomishtai Logam Enavshei. The point is that again, once the whole issue is about not being able to learn, so we get it from one of those phrases. So what's the Laman Yomadu adding? That's the whole point. What's the Laman Yomadu adding? That's the long Rashi. Is that? What's that? The mute person can. Yes, they can hear. But I'm saying, if the idea is that the person wouldn't be able to learn, if that would be the real problem, then you already got that from the man Yishmu. They also can't learn. So that's, who cares how you can't learn? You can't learn. So rather, this special drusha must be about the exemption of the person who's mute. It's not that they can't learn, and must be that they can't teach. Okay, well, I'm actually just supporting this understanding, right? The idea is, again, we have the kasha. What do you mean they can't learn? They can learn. We have the story. You see, they clearly can learn. He's saying, you're right. It clearly has to be that way. That's the proper way to read the pasuk or understand the pasuk because the drusha about them not being able to be included in hakel has to be about their inability to teach because it doesn't make sense within the phrasing that it would be an inability to learn. Okay. Moving along. Amar Rabbi Tantram. Rabbi Tantram says, Here's another exemption. Somebody who is deaf in only one ear is also exempt from the Olat Re'iyah. Shnei Amarja says, Okay? Meaning, is in the context of Hakil. Okay? Um, but nonetheless, we'll link the two, as we linked the two together already, so then once it's in there, you know, once they have Bosnehem, Bosnehem means in their ears, plural ears. So if you only have one good ear, no good, you're exempt. Kamar says, wait a minute. Yisrael. 
what are you talking about? That's not shot by Oznaham. Oznaham doesn't mean their physical two ears that they have on the two sides of their head. Oznaham is a plural word meaning when the clog is you're talking about the Jewish people in their ears, meaning the ears of the, all the different people. But not that each person has to have two working ears. So here's Ahu. He says, no, Ahu, no, that idea that everyone, uh, everyone's involved. No, that's me neged kol Yisrael nafka. That can be derived from neged kol Yisrael, that you're facing all of the Yisrael. So what do you mean? In minega kol Yisrael, but if you only get it from minega kol Yisrael, have a minah afagav de lo I would think that even if they can't hear you, as long as they're present, that would be enough. Hearing wouldn't be essential. So katev rachmana boz nehem. So the pasuk writes boz nehem who deshame who deshame. That's only when they can hear. Says no, but that idea, okay, that they have to hear, that who milaman yishmu nafka, but that they can learn from laman yishmu. So if that's the case, milaman yishmu. So we need. So again, so the point is that the basic things what we're defending here is uh, Rabbi Tancha is defending himself. That the the basic idea of being in front of everybody and they should be able to hear it. That's what from uh, you know. Um, Again, as we said, the Pazik is Minego Ko Yisrael and Laman Yishmu. That's good. But if, well, why does it say Boznehem? Didn't have to say Boznehem. It says Boznehem to indicate each individual person has to be able to hear with two different ears to be Chayam. If you can't hear in two ears, then you are exempt. Okay, here's another statement for Rabbi Tamflum. Amar um, Rabbi Tamflum. Rabbi Tamflum also says, Chigir Baraglo Achat Patrimineria. So it's of a similar uh, drasha, right? Somebody who is lame but only in one leg is also exempt from Re'iyah. Shnei Marja says, Regalim. Shalosh Regalim. Like the word raglayim, right? You have to like, like two good legs. What does it mean? The haragalim is by the prasla kabin. But the word regalim is already used to explain the, the halacha there. We exclude a balei kabin. Balei kabin are people who have um, artificial or prosthetic legs. Okay, so those people would be exempt from re'iyah because you, know, you can't expect them to walk. Even if they can get make it there, maybe you know, physically they, you know, naturally they wouldn't be there. But it says, no, ahu mi pe'amim nafka. That comes from the word pe'amim. It says shalosh pe'amim, right, bashana, three times. And the word pe'amim can mean actually legs or footsteps. How do we know that? Titania is really brighta. Pe'amim ain't pe'amim ela raglayim. Pe'amim really only means legs. We have some similar psukim where it says, Termasna regel raglei ani pa'amei dalim. Right, so it means that their feet should trample the feet of the poor, the pa'amei dalim, the parallel phrase is the pa'amei dalim, the feet of the impoverished. Ve'omer also says, Mayafu pa'amayach ba'na'alayim ba'nadiv, how beautiful are your steps in sandals, the daughter of the prince. The point is again, pa'amayach is sort of used in parallel to the ba'na'alayim, well, what do you put Na'alayim on? You're Raglayim. So I guess you're Pama, that's also the steps. Okay. Once we're on the subject, the Gemara says, Darish Rava, my dichtib, my afu, pamach, my Na'alayim, bat Nadiv. What's the Pasuk mean? It says, like, Oh, how nice your footsteps in, in sandals, the daughter of a prince. Kama na'in Raglayim, she Yisrael, bisha'asha olin l'regel. How wonderful are the feet of B'nai Yisrael when they come up to be Ola Regal to see Hashem. Bat Nadi, what does it mean, the daughter of a prince? Bitoshal Avraham Avinu, this refers to the daughter of Avram, Shinikran Nadiv, he was called the Nadiv. Right, Nadiv can mean a prince, it can also mean a generous person. Shinamarza uh, says, Nidivei Amim Nasafu Amelohe Avraham. Right, the, uh, the princes of the nations have gathered together, the nation of the God of Abraham. Mar says, Elohe Avraham, Velo Elohe Yitzhak Yaakov. Why, why Dafka Avram? Why the God of Avram, not Yitzhak Yaakov? Why specify Avram? Ela loke Avram shayat chila legeirim. Right, that's Avram. He was the first of the converts, as it were. I mean, he didn't literally convert to Judaism. There's no such thing as Judaism. That means he converted to sort of the idea of belief in Hashem, etc. So that's why he's compared to the nations of the world, right? 
are coming to Eretz Yisrael too, right, to sort of celebrate and to be part of, not the Jewish people per se, but a belief in Hashem, right? And that's what Avram represents. Okay. Um, going back to another statement from Rabbi Thompson. My this famous pasuk. I think we talked about this. Uh, I think we talked about once a year. My This meaning the pasuk says a couple of weeks ago that the pit was empty. There was no water in it. Once I know that the pit was empty, don't I know that it has no water in it? We say There's no water in it, but there's also there were snakes and scorpions. Okay, it's nice different statements of Rabbi Thompson. Okay, tell the Rabbanim. They have a story. Masa Rabbi Yochanan and broke of Rabbi Lazar ben Chisma Shahachul Hakul Pnei Rabbi Shua be Pekian. So they went to go visit Rabbi Shua in Pekian. Amr lahem machidush hayab beit midrashim. He says, what what chiddush was in the base medrash? So Amr lo, they said to him, Talmidecha, where are your students? Umei mechanu shotim. We drink your water, meaning your water of Torah, right? It's what we have to drink. We don't tell you the different Torah. You tell us the different Torah. Even so, there's no base marriage. You have to tell me something in the base marriage. I wasn't there today. You got to tell me what happened. So they said as follows Shabbat Shalmihaita. Whose Shabbat was it? This is actually a, a, a slight reference. Remember, from the Gemara in Bracho tells a story about Rabbi Gamliel when he was embarrassing Rabbi Yoshua. If you remember the story or not. And uh, the people got very upset that he was embarrassing Rabbi Yoshua. And they removed Rabbi Gamliel as the Nasi. And they turned out, they ended up appointing Rabbi Elizabeth Azaria as the Nasi. I mean, he was very young. He was only like 18 years old. And that's the famous line. Like, I was like 70 years old. Even though he was only 18 years old, he had like, a miracle. His hair turned white. Anyhow, so the point is that and they had a little bit of a, of a compromise where Rabbi Gamliel would teach the Shi'ur three weeks out of the month, and Rabbi Lezman Azari would do one week in a month. So he's something to say, Shabbat Shalmi Haita, whose Shabbat was it? So it's a reference to that sort of like setup where something that Rabbi Lezman Azari would teach, and that's what we're saying here. Shabbat Shalmi Rabbi Lezman Azari Haita, Vemeh Haita Haggadah Hayom. So what was the Haggadah today? Like, what was the teaching? Amrulo Beparshat Hakel. He was talking about Hakel. So you see the relevance to Argamar. Okay, Umada Rashba, what Rashi did he make by the Hakel? It says as follows Hakel et ta'am hadashim hadashim et ta'am. It says, Gather together the nation, the men, women, and children. If the men come to learn, right, the men come to learn. The women come at least to hear it, get inspired. Why do the children come? To give um, reward to those who bring the children. Give the children a religious experience. Even though the kids don't have an obligation to be there, they may not understand what's happening, but they can have the feeling of what it's like to come to Hakel. So uh, okay, so that's a beautiful, uh, beautiful idea. So Amr Laham he said to them, Margalit You had this beautiful pearl, you know, in your hands, right? It's a pearl of wisdom, and you wanted to uh, make me uh, like lose it away from me, like keep it away from me. Like why were you withholding? Okay. The Odarash, and there's another drush that Rabbi Lezer already made, I guess, which is like much more on the roll. So let's give you another one. It says that Hashem Hamarta Hayom Hashem Hayom. Hashem, you have. Uh, you have uh, Marta, Rashi says, Shabachta, like you praised Hashem, or, you know, designated Hashem Hayom, and Hashem has also designated you. So, Amalahem HaKadosh Baruch Yisrael, this is a famous line here. Uh, Hashem says to Yisrael, Atem asituni chatibat olam. You may be like a unique thing in the world. I'll make you, I'll make, I'll make you unique in the world. You may be unique in the world. Right, keyword being echad. 
make you also a special unique thing. Shnei says, Yisrael goy echad This is is also quite a message of by the way. And the Gemara and Brachot it mentions um, not just this idea, but also the idea of uh, Hashem has tefillin. That's the idea of Brachot. Hashem has tefillin. It says, what is it down? Our tefillin. So we know this is our tefillin. What does Hashem tefillin say? So it's this line, Mikam Yisrael goy echad ba'aretz. It's like a beautiful parallel. The we have Hashem as our special thing, and Hashem has us as his special thing. Okay, we'll stop here.